Hello everyone, I'm Chloe. I'm Una. And welcome to the second installment of Chloe and Una's Tentacular Experience, a weekly, <clears throat> weekly podcast bringing you the hottest hentai reviews for your slutty, slutty ears. Today we're going to be talking about a hentai manga that is very special to the both of us. Anato no Machi no Shokushuya-san. Or Your Neighborhood Tentacle Shop. Uh, a little different than last time because it's something that's currently publishing and as of now has no anime adaptation, uh, which is a violation of the Geneva Convention. Uh, but as usual, anytime one of us discovers a new fetish, we'll be playing this sound. Um, Thanks to all uh, four of the people, none of which were Chloe, who listened to the last episode, and we hope you enjoy this one too. So here's some uh, background that's uh, necessary for discussing uh, both tentacle hentai in general and this one today. Yeah, let's fucking go with our linguistics. <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> uh, so tentacle hentai is frequently referred to as tentacle rape in English, which is not necessarily incorrect. Uh, it, it's pretty typical. Uh, for like anything in the category, but your neighborhood tentacle shop is very definitely not in that category because it's good and based. Uh, however, uh, for the sort of educational goals of this podcast, we're going to break down a few of the terms related to tentacle hentai. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so shokushu is the Japanese word for tentacle. Uh, people like to point out that the term arms is more fitting as tentacle is a specific feature of certain species and not present in something like an octopus. Uh, but we'll stick to the colloquial understanding as it gives a distinction between the arms we're speaking of and those of, say, humans. Yeah. So, shokushu kan would be the most literal equivalent to tentacle rape in Japanese. The word kan is similar to the word rape, a general term for illicit sexual acts. While this does explicitly include rape with the term gokan, it may also include adultery, kansu, bestiality, jukan, which historically also included sodomy, and others. Yeah, so, you know, some a little bit of classic homophobia in that. Um, Shokushuzeme is, on the other hand, a fairly common term in the genre, which does not indicate that the contents are non-consensual. Rather, zeme here, generally read as seme, but voiced due to rendaku, uh, is a word used for tormenting someone in a sexual context. Uh, this is more frequently translated as abuse or torture, but the word torment is being used here because uh, we feel it is more fitting for the sexual acts. Moving on to things specific to this manga. Yay! <laughs> Chapter 4 introduces two new characters as Gachirezu A and B, 
One translation changes this term to patron, likely to either avoid attempting to find a succinct translation or to avoid any controversy that might come with it. To understand this term, let's discuss each word in turn. <clears throat> Gachi is a common term in colloquial Japanese used for emphasis. You can read it as hella. Uh, reizu is technically a term for lesbian, uh, being an abbreviation of the loan word rezubien. Uh, however, like the term lesbo in English, it has taken on a connotation of being applied to others in a fetishistic sense rather than to oneself as a sexual identification. The term bian uh, has thus replaced it in the latter case. In combination, the term gachirezu may be read as mega lesbo or something along those lines. <laughs> it has in some places been translated as open, obvious, or crazy lesbian. Of course, as with all terms which may be considered derogatory, there have, there have been Japanese lesbians who have used the term for themselves, but it's best to understand the linguistic context of making such a choice. Uh, side note, a sort of uh, antidote to the term exists with heterezu, approximately, approximately meaning awkward lesbian. Generally, heta can mean lazy, but I don't think that's really relevant to understanding this term itself. Hell yeah. We're, we're so we're, we're so, so good at this. and like all about linguistics. Mm -hmm. The two of us, both of us, yeah. You and me, yeah, we we the... both shared in the writing of that section. Yeah. So anyway, um, the manga, which is the which is the whole thing, as there is no anime adaptation. <laughs> yeah. So it's got several characters, as uh, stories generally do. Um. Our protagonist is uh, Naidoko Matsuri. Uh, she is a newcomer to the world of tentacles, uh, frequently described as a voracious monster of lust. Uh, she's prone to melting at the sight of a hot tangle of tentacles, and her weak spot is her breasts. Important notes. Mm -hmm. uh, Naya Yurika. <laughs> Bad at <laughs> noise. Naya Yurika? Yurika. Uh, is the quote-unquote mysterious tentacle shop owner, an educator who truly cares about her customers' needs, breeds tentacles for maximum pleasure and utility, hot, sleep-deprived tentacle mommy, Uwu. Also, Chloe's definitely compared her to a mushroom guy or something, which is funny. Yeah, well, I, I compared her to uh, guys who are really into mushrooms. You know, it's like a thing. Mushroom guy. Mushroom guy. Um... There's also uh, Emya, or just Emmy, um, and she is a veteran tentacle user, a tentacle shop regular, and a friend of Yurika, um, and is willing to uh, be a test subject for new tentacles. Uh, she also gives birth to a lot of tentacles. Uh, quote, quote, the number of tentacles she's given birth to is uncountable, unquote. Um, she says she is addicted to giving birth. Uh, so she's a queen, and we stan her. Yeah. <laughs> no ding for that one. Anyway. Utage is Matsuri's older sister, and apparently even more of a nympho, into being dominated by large and powerful tentacle monsters, such as hugs, unemployed, but refuses to work for the tentacle shop because it would be, quote, bad for her health. Home among us. So anyway, on to the most important character, Shogo. 
Um, Shogo is a sentient tentacle colony that acts as Yorika's assistant and a frequent sexual partner, perhaps love interest, to Matsuri, um, as well as her mentor as an employee to the tentacle shop. Uh, Shogo is very hot. Um, <clears throat> Other characters that no one cares about. Um, <laughs> Sumire is Matsuri's friend from school. She's not in the series, but the author did mention she might be in a future side story, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's also Kohinaza Elena. Uh, Elena is a character who only shows up to check in for a three-day-long appointment with a tentacle known as Goliath. And then there is the, uh, the two previously mentioned quote-unquote patron A and B. Uh, they're just gay. That's the whole thing. They're a lesbian couple. And... Uh, Uniko is named like that, and uh, she's, her entire character is just gay, colon, three, and vibing. Uh, Karen is... Karen. Karen. <laughs> She's gay. I don't, I don't know. Her weak spots are butt. <laughs> like we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about them a lot later, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so moving on to our summary. Um, in chapter one, uh, Matsuri enters the tentacle shop for the first time. Yurika, the owner, um, is helpful in recommending a first tentacle and explains to her proper tentacle care. Uh, enter... Emi-chan, who, uh, quote-unquote, kind of got addicted to giving birth. Um, Matsuri buys some instant tentacles and takes them home and prepares them. Uh, the tentacles then fuck her, including finding her weak spot, her nipples, and fucking her pussy and her ass. Her sister comes home several hours later to find her just brain-broken and drooling on the floor. It's very good. <laughs> Chapter 2 <laughs> opens with Matsuri masturbating with her tentacles, saying she's, quote, gonna get a weird kink if she does this again. Joke's on her, she already has one. Cut to her and... <laughs> and Emmy in the shop discussing tentacles. Yurika offers some important sex ed knowledge. Educator, mommy. Um, Emmy tells Matsuri about Mimic class tentacles, which take on the form of everyday objects, and then pulls users inside and fucks them for hours. Also, she's sitting on one right now, and oh no, she's getting fucked. Um, chapter 3. Uh, having been informed by Yurika that they're not allowed to fuck tentacles in the shop, uh, but they have fitting rooms available. Matsuri heads into the fitting room uh, to have a massive tentacle orgy. However, having been reminded of the, that the fitting rooms exist, Emmy takes a massive tentacles back there first and leaves Matsuri waiting, horny for the room to open up. Um, while waiting, Matsuri gets eaten out by a humanoid tentacle colony, Shogo, Yuriko's assistant. Uh, Shogo then incorporates the tentacles Matsuri wants to try into her body and fucks her brains out. Um, uh, chapter 3.5, the first side story, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, stars Matsuri's older sister, Utage, and follows her visit to the tentacle shop, in which she uses a fitting room to fuck a massive tentacle monster named Hugs. Because it squeezes her real hard. 
Yeah, it's named that because it, it. Yeah, it no. Gives yeah, big it's hugs. sort of like yeah. she likes fucking big, strong tentacle monsters. That's like her thing. She likes the really big ones. Yeah, this is also where she mentions that she doesn't want to like. She can't like keep yeah, coming here. Her. She's she's like she's like yeah, this place is bad for my health. Fuck. She, she's been avoiding coming here because she's poor and can't keep fucking massive tentacles. Mm-hmm. Loser. So in chapter four, Matsuri is out of money because she spent it all on tentacles. <laughs> uh, and same. Um, so she needs a job. Uh, luckily for her, Yurika uh, has been stalking her and offers her a job at the tentacle shop. Um, on her first day, Yurika informs her that there's no self-help allowed on the job, meaning she can't jack off at work, which I, I think that's a violation of labor laws. Probably. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, um yeah, I don't know. That wouldn't fly here. No. Um, but anyway, uh, she gets increasingly horny helping customers, including a pair of lesbians who are probably important, uh, who she gives some lovely sex ed advice to. And uh, as a reward for not masturbating at work, uh, which she is a saint for, um, once Matsuri's shift is o- uh, over, uh, Shogo takes her into the back and fucks her brains out. Um and I personally think that Matsuri is going to date the tentacle colony because who the fuck wouldn't? Shogo is hot. Shogo's really it's hot. <laughs> um, yeah, m- m- moving on for now. Um. So for the most important thing, <laughs> uh, actually the most important thing is the line, fuck me, Shogo. Fuck um, me, Shogo. Uh, but uh, it's this is very important, uh, chapter 4.5, because it hasn't been translated into English anywhere that we can find. So it's very important to let the English audience know what's going on. Una read it. <laughs> Una knows how to read uh, Japanese somewhat. Mostly hentai. Yeah. Okay. So chapter 4.5 is a side story revolving around a lesbian couple shown in the previous chapter. Karen and Yuniko. Gonna pronounce their names like that. Why are you gonna pronounce them like that? Because it's funny. Karen and Unika. After waking up and realizing something, Unika casually walks into the tentacle shop before opening and explains that her girlfriend, Karen, had an issue with her tentacles. Yurika drags Matsuri along to go address the situation after realizing what was happening. Then Unika fully explains that rather than taking a single tentacle egg, as per the instructions, Karen ate the entire box, and that's what she is completely stuffed with tentacles. So Yurika <laughs> attempts to uh, yank them all out, uh, and then has Matsuri help. Uh, they fail, of course, and call in a terrible <laughs> terrible a big starfish-looking tentacle monster, uh, which pulls everything out in a single pull. Uh, but it's not over yet, though, as Yurika explains that Karen, <laughs> that Karen is still full of eggs. Um, so even more tentacles are brought into the situation to pull each and every egg out of her insides. Uh, such an amazing spectacle that Uniko uh, records the whole thing and Matsuri masturbates to it. Also, there's a shot of her asshole just open wide and everyone's staring into it. And um, it's the single most amazing comic panel I have ever seen. Uniko is colon threeing through this entire chapter. It yeah. is based. She does not give a fuck about um, anything. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for for this chapter. It was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I'm enlightened. Um, 
So anyway, because it hasn't been translated, I also uh, would like to note that the tentacles that uh, Karin was full of in this chapter are the Chonaikan Kyokaisen Kyosei Seibutsu Taipu, or Intestinal Environment Improvement Symbiotic Type, basically tapeworms. I think we need to start selectively breeding tapeworms to make these things real. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, so as for our review, um, the art uh, is good. Uh, thumbs up. Uh, it's very consistent and enjoyable to look at. And there's a lot of detail, like a lot. Uh, intense scenes tend to be entire pages of tentacles, sound effects and moaning. Uh, this is probably why the chapters all take so long. <laughs> um, and if, if so, I, I, then I don't care how long I have to wait. Um, well, I do a little. Yeah, a little. This is a little. Also, I like. I, I I wanted to note that I that I I like the way the artist draws draws hair. It's it's nice and it kind of has the same vibe as the tentacles. It's like it's cool. It gets, also, if you can't wait, it's all like curly and bouncy. If you can't wait, like the rest of us, just follow the artist on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Just constantly tweeting out top quality shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, a very important theme of this uh, is tentacle hentai as sexual education. Um, throughout the series, Yerika is shown to take her job very seriously, uh, to the point that she seems to see herself uh, in part as a sex educator and caring about the sexual liberation of her customers. Uh, this is shown in chapter one when she says, uh, when she says to Matsuri, by the way, are you good at pleasuring yourself? Sorry, I'm talking about masturbation. Uh, don't worry, you don't have to answer. Which is something an employee at a sex shop would absolutely ask someone who is inexperienced and attempt to help them. Uh, she also says things like, it's never bad to know, uh, it's never a bad thing to know more about your own erogenous zones. Uh, and in chapter three, she avoids letting Matsuri sample the tentacles while under the influence of an airborne aphrodisiac, uh, showing responsibility in her craft as well. Uh, all around uh, a great person to trust with one's sexual well-being. Um, Fuck did you write here? <laughs> uh, there's also a point in the manga uh, where Matsuri, when talking about a tentacle to some customers, goes on a long rant about the value of training one's kegel muscles. Um, and at points, I feel like the author is using the background of incredibly hot, utterly impossible fantasies of tentacle fucking as a platform for explaining some important concepts of sexual health. Also, Shogo's fucking hot. Fuck me, so Shogo. <laughs> I mean it too much. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, will there be femboys? The final, the question we've all been thinking, will there be femboys? Um... Yeah, so in the beginning of chapter four, there is a news article about the rise in demand for male-use tentacles, which may be foreshadowing the possible future inclusion of men in the series. When asked if there are any men in the world of this manga on Twitter, the author replied by saying, it's a secret, followed by six smiling smiling face with smiling eyes emojis. Why didn't I write that out? We can really read into this. Some of the author's other works do include men, but typically in quote-unquote dominant positions. 
So seeing one in a quote-unquote submissive position, i.e. having his brains fucked out by tentacles, would be a fun and interesting inclusion to the corpus. There are, however, a couple of chapters of a previous series, chapters 5 and 6 of... Why, why didn't you write out a transliteration of that? I have no fucking clue. I think I was going to, and I forgot. Anyway, which include a girl with a dick, and that's not really what I'm talking about here, but it's still hot. Um, when we wrote the notes for this, I said, I, Chloe, find this unlikely, but I am still hopeful. Uh, however, the author has since uh, posted a picture of, like, uh, like posted fan art of a femboy getting fucked by tentacles. Right, which is baller which gives me hope that in the future there will be more femboy tentacle fucking from the author and hopefully in the tentacle shop so i actually find it much more likely now than when we initially wrote the notes. also like as of last night has purchased like the most recent good tentacle femboy anti uh, <laughs> i got a long twitter <laughs> Which uh, includes uh, Femboy getting uh, edged for hours by a tentacle monster boy thing with a horn. Anyway, it's really good too, but we're not going to talk about that at any point, probably. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, final thoughts on it are that uh, it's good. Uh, 10 out of 10 on both the hentai and the general manga scale. It's a it's a 10 out of 10 manga. It's great. Um uh, good work, Okanoha. Uh, you did it. Uh, please make more chapters and include Otokanoko. Follow us on things. See you next week. And fuck me, Shogo. <laughs> <laughs>